Hey guys, I'm Katie. And I'm Alexis, and this is the Check Your Aesthetic podcast. Hey. 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 Ooh. I didn't tell you this earlier, but I love your sweater. I love that color. For everybody who's not watching YouTube, Alexis is wearing, is is it lilac? It's like a blue. Okay, that might be the same color as my nails. I think it is. Wow. Yeah, I just got my nails done. I asked the nail lady, I was like, what are people getting right now? And she said this color. I said, okay, give it to me. And I usually don't like getting like blue on my nails, but this one is like not offensive. This color is kind of making my eyes look. Oh, wow. You're really serving right now. I I think I just saw your your whole titties. Oh, sorry, Kennedy. Oh, well. She makes a TikTok. And literally out everyone else. <laughs> oh, yeah, everyone else too. <laughs> literally everyone watching. YouTube. Love it so much. Um, but, okay, I want to hear. Mm, actually, everyone wants to hear about the shitstorm that occurred for you this weekend. Okay, um, I am going to. You're just going to make it quick. But, I'm going to do that yeah. quickly, but I'm first going to introduce our guest because it will be, even though even the quick version is long. Um, yeah. So we had, and I literally royally messed up her last name even though like we specifically asked how do you pronounce I phonetically spelled it on this document Galeotto (laughs) and I was like totally fine with saying that and then I literally said I I don't even I'm I don't I don't know but it's Gina Galeotto she is a TikToker I found her on my for you page a few like a little while ago and I remember as soon as I like her one of her videos popped up and I immediately said to Katie and was like her we need her she's podcast Um, and she agreed to come on, which I was so excited about. Um, and yeah, she was so, so she's, sweet. She technically considers herself a creator mentor. She's, yes, she does have a TikTok, but she, um, kind of offers services to help you if you're listening yep. or mm-hmm. anyone, mm-hmm. um, take, like take advantage of social media. So she helps creators and brands, which is awesome. Um, so yeah, she was super cool. And mm-hmm. we talked kind of specifically about um, being low energy or neurodivergent and kind of how to still basically get shit done and take advantage yeah. of when you do have energy. Yeah. Um, but it was a really good conversation and very validating to somebody who um, who do is, be having mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> who do be suffering from uh, some mental illnesses. So yeah. mm-hmm. anyway, sorry, I just uh, trailblazed you. Or that's not what that that's not what that means. I just railroaded you. And said, "Oh, yeah, okay. I don't she's care. She's not that. I didn't mean to be um, no annoying. You're good. You're good. You guys um, know I'm. That's one of my specialties. So anyway, Alexis had a crazy weekend. Uh, yeah. Um, I feel like I've told this story like thirty times by now, but I guess that means that I'll be able to sell it relatively, relatively quickly. So I was supposed to go to my best friend's one of my best friend's weddings. Um." This past Saturday, uh, I was supposed to get up at, th- well, I was supposed to get to the airport at three in the morning. Um, if you guys can't tell by the supposed to, she did not go. No, <laughs> didn't happen. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess I already gave it away. Um, but, <laughs> so I was supposed to get to the airport at three in the morning. It was nine o'clock the night before. My other best friend, who was the maid of honor, I was a bridesmaid, um, calls me and says, our flight's canceled. You're like, okay. Um, sick. <laughs> um, <laughs> so awesome. immediately, it's a frenzy. Um, my best friend's name is Carly. She um, she ended up getting 
and she was going with her family. So she ended up getting a flight out of Boston at one of the more, or no, in the morning the next day. So she and her family ended up driving to Boston starting at one in the morning. Um, no one got any sleep. Austin and I were basically, it's a whole, it's a whole shit storm, but basically yeah. we were supposed, our connecting flight was Burlington to LaGuardia, LaGuardia to Missouri. And we thought we would still have our flight from LaGuardia to Missouri because the one from Burlington was the one that was canceled. Turned out Delta had switched my flight to Boston, mm. but the Boston flight was going to be getting in the day of the wedding um, and like in the afternoon. <clears throat> so Austin and I at 11 o'clock at night, two hours after we had found out about the cancellation, we got in the car and started on our seven and a half hour drive to LaGuardia. Um, my phone was not charged, so I had to have my phone charging in the car, but when that is happening, you can't listen to music. So my phone was being charged and also doing navigation with Waze. Austin was on the phone with Delta trying to call Delta and be like, hey, we still want our flight, um, out of LaGuardia at like 9am. And so it was four and a half hours of us driving through the night. It was super foggy. On the phone with Delta. All, On the phone the with while. Delta. So there was like the hold music the whole time. Four and a half hours of us driving. Then finally, Austin st- still hasn't gotten on the phone with Delta yet. And we pull, people are calling us like through this time. It's horrible. Um, Austin, and I, it was so bad. We were like laughing at how bad it was because it was just yeah. like ridiculous how horrible it was. Um, and so then finally people are calling us, whatever, Caitlin, who was getting married, she's like, you guys should, even though it sucks, like just use the Delta like messaging app. So we use that. Austin gets us a flight because we somehow can't get the same flight that we originally were going to have, even though a bunch of people from Burlington weren't going there anymore, whatever. Um, we got a flight out at 7 PM, but I realized, okay, well, I'm not about to go sit in an airport for 14 hours. So mm-hmm. I just take the first exit because I was so tired. It was like 3.30 in the morning. Pull into a gas station. Call my dad. Austin, because the the uh, whole town is still going. Katie's laughing because she knows what's happen- what happens next. So I'm calling my dad because I'm like, okay, do we turn around at this point? Do we get, like, what what happens? What happens next? Do we just book it to LaGuardia? Like, what what's happening? Austin, because the whole tone was going, Austin starts putting down, like, with his finger on the, um, sound, to turn the sound down, accidentally hits the lock button and turns, hangs up on Delta after, like, three and a half hours. I know that it's not Austin's fault. I know how obsessed he was, and, like, I literally love Austin, but you are the most patient person. I would have committed a crime. (laughs) I would have, I, if that was my fiancé, I would have said, you're walking back to Vermont I would have been (laughs) enraged yeah I mean honestly I was so like and he was uh, yeah I mean honestly like I don't at all think that he deserves that no I would have acted in that manner because I am a badly behaved person (laughs) he was honestly more upset than I was I just was like (laughs) I don't even care like I just need to sleep you're like we have to like just uh -uh. something's happening and so of course my poor dad Mm -hmm. my like my dad is in the military if any of you know that already I don't know but he was very, like, as soon as I called him, like, sobbing. If any of you know that, the way you've talked about it so, so many, many times. times. Um, <laughs> You're like, in case you, in, in if case, any of you have ever heard of my dad. Um, he's in the military. Um, but, no, he, like, definitely went into, like, crisis management mo- mode, which, like, he definitely yelled at me while I was crying a few times. But, like, 
that's okay. Um, it ended up, like, being helpful, but he got us, like, a hotel. Within, like, 15 minutes, we were, like, you know, at the hotel. Um, Mm -hmm. and we slept until noon. Then the next day, I realized, okay, so we either have the option of driving another, like, four and a half hours, waste gas prices, horrible, um, so, like, so much, and then I realized our returning flight would either be to, it would be back to Burlington because we were flying out of Burlington. So either mm-hmm. we have to go to Missouri, then fly back to Burlington, and then I would have to pay for 21 hours of gas because probably more than that because it would be like Austin and I driving to New York City and then yeah. two of us driving back. So that's like over 21 hours because it's really probably more like eight hours with traffic. Um, so, or we get a, we try to get on a flight to LaGuardia but that's not a guarantee. And we could also end up sitting in some some random airport somewhere. Um, so then I get texts from Caitlin and Caitlin's dad that now there are a few flights out of Burlington that are available. So oh, I didn't know about that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm already exhausted, both emotionally and physically. And but like, this is my best friend. I'm going to at least try. Like, I kind of knew in my head, in my heart, like, this isn't happening, like, it's just not, but, like, I gotta at least, like, make the effort, so we turn around and start going back to Vermont, and we're, we're not getting there in time, like, it's just not happening, we're on the phone with Delta trying to, because, like, I've already changed my flight, so I can't change it again, because there's no reason for me to change it, because, like, before, Mm -hmm. since it was canceled, I could choose whatever flight, but, like, now I can't unless I talk to someone, and the hour wait, like, it was literally a four and a half hour wait, so we keep calling, the call keeps dropping, because we're in, like, the mountains, um, and so finally my dad ended up calling and was just like, look, because, honestly, these flights were a thousand dollars, so my dad was like, if we want to get this money back, we got to just call it and, like, cancel. And I remember I was driving. Sounds so dramatic. But, like, I was driving. It was my car. We realized later, like, why didn't Austin drive? But whatever. Um, but I was driving and, like, we literally almost had to, like, pull over on the interstate because I was crying so hard that, like, because it was, like, I knew when we got in the car, like, this probably isn't happening. But just, just to finally, like, yeah. hear it. And, like, yeah. I couldn't call Caitlin because it was literally actively her rehearsal dinner right then. Mm-hmm. Then it was going to be her, or no, it was her rehearsal. Then it was going to be the rehearsal dinner. Then her bachelorette party was that night. And then it's her wedding mm-hmm. day. So yeah. I couldn't talk to her at all. Um, it was really, really sad. Her wedding was beautiful. I'm so happy for her. She's married. She's on her honeymoon right now. Um, I ended up... Congrats, Caitlin. Yes. Love you, Caitlin. Um, ended up sitting in my bridesmaid's dress in this exact chair. Um, yeah, (laughs) literally like a, I thought, not at all Caitlin's fault, literally at all, but I definitely did feel like, um, the like stood up prom date girl. Yeah. Like it's Delta's fault. The the moral of this entire story is literally if you're flying right now, uh, beware and, uh, yeah, for the best, literally keep your fingers crossed. But anyway, um, to not make this the longest episode we've ever recorded in history. <laughs> um, I don't have any interesting updates for you guys other than that um, I went to the, the St. Patrick's Day Parade this weekend and had a, just a fantastic time. Um, She's a Florida. And I'm a little leprechaun. Just kidding. But, um, yeah, I really don't have much to say. Um, oh, I've started working on my website. So, again, if you guys 
if you guys need a social media manager, like, I am literally your girl. Mm -hmm. Um, But for real. Anyway, I guess we should just go ahead and get into the episode because there was some really, really good stuff in here. So, yeah. So keep listening to hear all of the amazing things Gina had to say. Hi, Gina. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Of course. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited that you agreed to come on <laughs> as soon as I remember you came up on our for, or on the For You page and I was like, oh my god, this fits so well to everything that we've talked about, Katie and I, and things that we've talked about on the podcast, things we've talked about just the two of us as friends. Mm-hmm. So like we have to get this girl on the podcast. So I'm, I'm so, so excited you're here. Me too. I love talking about this. I feel like it's so important. So I'm like mm-hmm. so ready to get into it. Heck yeah, yes. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself for any of our listeners who are like, hello, who are you? Um, and maybe <laughs> are not familiar with you and your content. Sure. Um, so I'm a content creator and a social media mentor. Um, so I work with brands and I work with individual creators and I'll work with brands to either create content or to advise on their social media strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with creators, same. I really like to work with creators who have like a mission and they want to do something with their content and like create an impact with it. Um, And so I will help them do that and grow and monetize and spread their message. I love that. I love that you work both on the brand side and the creator Mm -hmm. side. I feel like that gives you good insight for both of those people on what the other is like thinking about. Yeah. Um, Which I feel like is definitely really valuable to your clients on both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love to share about that. It feels like I have like a little inside scoop on both sides. <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay, yeah, I know. I know what they want. Do you want to make money? I know what they want you to do. Yeah, I love that. Um, so how did you kind of get started in content creation, like personally? And then what like prompted you to decide to start helping other people? Yeah, Um. so I... I started thinking about it as an alternative to nine to five life because Mm. I just didn't feel like the nine to five lifestyle fit me. I didn't feel like I would succeed and thrive and be happy in that lifestyle. And I actually started thinking about content creation back in 2018. So a really long time ago, Mm -hmm. even before that thinking about it, but I started practicing in 2018 and I wanted to be like a travel influencer on Instagram. So I, you know, I went on trips with my husband and, you know, we practiced taking content, but I had this lack of, um, I guess, confidence. I had imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. to really put myself out there. Um, and I also had this fear that I wouldn't have the energy to follow through and be successful because I just hadn't mm-hmm. learned to take advantage of my motivation at that time. Um, and so, yeah, I practiced and practiced and what I ended up with was this like skill in photography instead, since I wouldn't put myself out there with my content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I became more of like a photography content creator because that's what I felt like more comfortable with whenever I still didn't have that confidence. Um, and it turned out that my audience was a lot more interested in how I was gaining all of my photography clients without paying for a single penny in ads. I was booking everybody through social media marketing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so of course, with my love for content creation bubbling back to the surface, I was like, I would love to tell you how I did this. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Please let's talk about it. So that passion kind of pushed me, you know, that passion to help people pushed me out of my comfort zone a little bit. And that's how I made the switch over into actually helping people with content creation. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's kind of this like long full circle moment, but I'm obviously so grateful for it. 
Yeah. Right, definitely. So yeah. what I was talking about earlier when you popped up, you were ta- on my For You page, it, you were talking about the concept of low energy mm-hmm. and kind of being a content creator and an entrepreneur and someone who works from home and just all of those things, yeah. all the things that we talk about on this podcast mm-hmm. and having that low energy. So can you explain that concept a little bit more? Yeah, um, I think it's so important to kind of define because, of course, everyone can have a low energy moment or a slow day. Um, But people who are chronically low energy, it can be either because of chronic illness or like things like depression or anxiety, tons of other mental disorders could cause it, obviously. It could be someone who just is more of a neurodivergent thinker who's trying Mm -hmm. to fit themselves into that neurotypical like bubble. That's that's exhausting, you know, Mm -hmm. whenever you're trying to like change yourself in that way. Yeah. Um, And so those are the people who I usually am referring to whenever I say low energy. It could also people be people who are just working multiple jobs or things like mm-hmm. that. Um, but the reason I think it's just so important to actually define it is because I, back in the day, I just gave myself this huge lazy complex. Like I was like, God, you can't follow through with anything. Like you are so lazy. Why can't you do it? You know? And it was really a toxic cycle because that yeah. complex made me think for the future that I wasn't going to succeed too. And it kind of was like this really vicious cycle. Um, and yeah. so I want to help people avoid that. And so that's why I like to define it and just talk about it and, and help people realize it's not that you're lazy. You just have to take advantage of your motivation and in your energy levels and your own right. personal cycles instead of listening to all of these resources, which are usually, let's face it, like pretty neurotypical. Um, right. And yeah, so that's that's how I would kind of define low energy on my end. Yeah. And Alexis and I, we've talked about this on the podcast, but we both like I have anxiety and Alexis has depression. Depression. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is this okay? <laughs> it is. Um, but yeah, Alexis <laughs> has depression and I'm sure anxiety too. Um, but we both like we constantly talk about the idea of like, and this is not the podcast. This is like in our voice memos that we're sending to each other in the mornings. Alexis mm-hmm. is like sending me a voice memo. She's like, uh, so it's raining and I literally cannot make myself do a single thing. And I'm like, yeah. okay, no, yeah. same. Like mm-hmm. I actually have like sat and pretended to work for a really long time and I've done nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd love to hear kind of like your journey of getting to a good spot yourself um, mm-hmm. where like like you said, kind of realizing that like you're not lazy because I think that's something that Alexis and I beat ourselves up for all the time and I'm sure a ton of people listening do as well, especially yeah. when you're kind of an entrepreneur and working for yourself. There's not that like somebody behind your back that you like kind of it's kind of an external motivation you kind of have to do that internally so what was that journey like for you and like what are some tips you have yeah um well like you ladies you know I have my own brain stuff and I have Mm -hmm. I have OCD I have anxiety I have all that stuff going on um and I did end up going to therapy and it Mm. was this huge realization for me I guess that my like you can rewire your brain completely and that like your brain actually can kind of betray you a little bit. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so that realization just like, it kind of took the, the guilt off of my shoulders a little bit realizing, okay, like I got diagnosed with my OCD and I realized I, I'm not just lazy. I'm just a little bit different, you know? Um, So that Mm -hmm. kind of, that kind of pushed me into learning different, different ways and learning about different energy cycles and that people even 
do feel differently about that. Because mm-hmm. again, before you think every like, oh, everybody doesn't feel this way. <laughs> yeah. Know? yeah. Right. Right. You learn yeah. about it. Um, so right. that that's how I overall just was like, okay, I'm going to start just making it a journey, making an effort and tiny steps and failures along yeah. the way every single time mm-hmm. um, is what kind of made me learn what works for me. Mm-hmm. I think also like an interesting concept that like at least I know I've struggled with is like you don't know what people are going through mm-hmm. so then you can like you compare yourself whether you know if they're neurotypical or neurodivergent like you don't know what their dealings are mm-hmm. so I know that I totally compare myself and like this person might have like a completely like easy time you know getting up in the morning and going to the gym at six in the morning and then immediately coming home showering do it like you know Mm -hmm. all of these things and it takes me a bit longer but then I compare myself to that person and I'm like wow I'm such a lazy piece of shit that (laughs) like you know maybe I either don't do those things or I do those things and it takes so much energy for me to Mm -hmm. get to that place Mm -hmm. so I think just like in this concept like giving yourself like grace and like Absolutely. understanding of your own mind is mm-hmm. really important. And I think that that's something I know, at least I'm personally still working on. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And what's so interesting is that when you think of that person who does get up early in the morning and they, you know, do their yoga and they make their green smoothie and all of that stuff, for someone who is low energy, that would be exhausting to do all before the work yeah. day. And mm-hmm. for them, for the person who's doing it, it could be very necessary to get them into work Moving. mode. Yeah, right. And so it's like, it's just about kind of, like you said, giving yourself that grace of realizing, like, why are you judging yourself for doing what works best for you, but you're not judging them for doing what's best for them? So, right. totally. yeah, it's, it's all of that mental awareness, I think, which comes with a lot of time, obviously, and patience. Yeah, and I feel like this kind of fits in with the whole, like, that girl thing that was going on t- I was, around yeah, on TikTok. I was about to say that. Which, like, mm-hmm. I've seen enough criticism of it now that people are fine, like, right. people are realizing that it's, like, not realistic. Yeah, but um, I think something interesting about all of that and just being a content creator in general and then trends like that that come along is that mm-hmm. even, like, for me, something that's interesting is, you know, I, I'm not – I'm not good in the afternoons. I'm I'm more I'm better in the mornings. I'm not good in the yep. afternoons. Um, but if I'm like filming a day in my life, I'm gonna literally pretend that I'm doing things all day <laughs> yeah, and like yeah. literally right, just like yeah. pretend that like you're gonna plan th- stuff for the afternoon. No, like I'm like <laughs> I'm doing something this afternoon, even though it's just not yep. the case. Um, yeah. But I think oh, don't worry, guys. Rue's digging a tunnel in my apartment <laughs> right now. Um, hey. She's like, bye. Me. She's like, I don't want to hear this. I got to go. Um, but I think that being a content creator, there's even more pressure than just a normal person mm-hmm. to, I guess, pretend that you feel amazing all day and that you're, you're so productive. Um, yep. And I think that that's an interesting thing too. So what are kind of your tips for – I don't know, kind of like mindset stuff, I guess, more Mm -hmm. than actual content. You're not going to sit here and be like, do pretend that you did stuff all day. (laughs) But like kind of what, how did you make that mindset shift in a way that worked for your content still? What's so funny, and again, it does come with like practicing and doing it. And I never would have accepted this before when I was still scared to post. But people just want to relate to you, like just more than like the truly, I mean, even if, if, you know, if they're looking at a that girl routine, 
Um, and even if they can't relate to it, it's usually because they want to be able to relate to it and get themselves mm-hmm. there. And it's just about like, who do you want to talk to? Like for me, when I started posting that low energy content, it was because I decided like, there's no way I, I mean, there's billions of people in the world. I'm not the only right. one who feels that like feels this. this right. Um, and so it's just like, so you have a sloppy house on your day in the live video. So do millions of other people and they're going to yeah. appreciate you for posting that, you know, yeah. you're, so you want to take a nap in the middle of the day instead of being productive. Amazing. Like I would love actually to see you do mm-hmm. a day in the life mm-hmm. video where you're like, and guess what? Then I took a nap because that's what works for me, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that mindset I think is what, is what helped me. And it's like, you don't realize that until you actually start letting yourself be relatable and sharing yourself a little bit. And then you realize, Oh wait, people like really like this. Like I'm not alone. (laughs) You know, we think we're so different than everybody, but really we're not. And it's a good thing. You know, it's not a bad thing. (laughs) I also feel like another thing that Alexis and I've talked about that I don't know if you have a similar experience is Mm -hmm. it has to do with age, but it also just has to do with COVID and time in your life and everything. When I was in college, I was doing things all day I was like going all day long and I was never tired and so then once COVID hit and I I mean I was still in college but I was like not really doing much um and then I got older and then now I'm post-grad I literally if you told me to go back and do a day that I had like packed full I'd be like "Mm -mm. no I can't do that I'm gonna (laughs) fall asleep like I fall asleep at 9 p.m now I'm a grandma um yeah but I feel like that's another thing that's hard is kind of comparing yourself to your past self um, mm-hmm. in that that's sense. so true. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good point because – and I, I mean my transition was a little different. Like I, I was really high energy in high school and then college mm-hmm. was when I started being like, okay, because college was really mm-hmm. hard for me as a low energy person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so – it was like in college, I did just like you said, like I felt like something was wrong with me because I was comparing myself to my previous self. And I was right. like, okay, like something, you know. Something's up. Yeah. yeah. I, like people, like everyone is still going out and thriving and all of this stuff. And for me, just adding that extra change from, you know, going from high school where the work's obviously a lot lighter and easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the pressure of going to school, like that's turns out my energy reserve needed to be like one yeah. or the other you know right and yeah. I didn't know that right. in high school yet um yeah so yeah it's it's just like I said I, and I'll say it till I'm blue in the face it's learning those energy cycles and just like you know that you don't do well in the afternoons I'm sure you don't plan your high energy tasks for the afternoons yeah um, exactly so, yeah stuff like that and just learning it and it's so fun. It's so <laughs> to psychoanalyze yourself. I, yeah, 100%. That's what Katie, that's literally all Katie and I done for a voice message each other. I know. I'm like, I'm, we're like each other's yeah. therapists, but like we also both have therapists. So it's like yeah. the therapist. Psychoanalyzing each yeah, other absolutely. and ourselves yeah. in the voice, me- voice memos. But yeah. I think like with low energy, it's a really interesting concept when it comes to working from home as Mm -hmm. well and like working for yourself that so many people that work from the office, I think are like, you know, I I don't, I don't know. I, I also think like just kind of the older generation doesn't really understand the whole Mm -hmm. remote work kind of thing. Um, but it is like honestly exhausting sometimes to work from home. Like it's such a blessing and I genuinely don't really ever want to go back into like working in an office. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, there are challenges with that. And I think that like energy is really like a huge component of that. So 
Are there any kind of things that you've found in your own routine working from home and like for yourself that you've found help with like working from home with low energy? Yeah. Um, for me, I really think the difference between like working in an office and working from home was more the accountability because Mm -hmm. for me, it like I do, I'm more productive from home. If I have the same workload in an office versus at home, I'm going to be more productive at home just because I'm happier and I can Mm -hmm. manage it according to my energy cycles. Whereas at a nine Mm -hmm. to five, it's like, okay, these are the hours where you're doing these tasks, period. Um, And so what I realized I was lacking when I started working from home was the actual accountability to do those things when I had planned them out according to those energy cycles, right? Because you can still get stuck in like a funk. And so that's another thing I learned about myself. Instead of taking long, like one long lunch break, I have to take shorter bursts of breaks. Otherwise I'll get stuck in my, in my little funk. Um, So what I really like to think about is the five second rule. Um, I don't know if you've heard of that, but it's basically just the idea of the instant that you have a thought you make within five seconds, you count to five and you have to make some kind of action by those five seconds. And it doesn't have to be huge. It can literally just be standing up to go do the task. And it kind Mm -hmm. of trains your brain to act right when you have that motivation, because Mm -hmm. as a low energy person, if you put it off during your high energy phase, then you're going to get back into a low energy phase and you're definitely going to put it off during that one. Mm -hmm. And so you have to just train yourself to start acting as soon as you have that motivation. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, and what's nice is that it's, at first I felt some guilt around it because like I would stand up and then like sit right back down. But (laughs) what's nice is that you don't have to feel guilty because it's still training your brain to act faster every time and maybe the next time you'll make it halfway across the room you know or something like that Um, (laughs) and so that's that's what it's all about for me it's just not not feeling guilty whenever I don't have the energy to do something and Mm -hmm. then holding myself accountable when I know I do have the energy to do it but I just don't want to do it because that's for everybody. I mean, even high energy people, you know, don't want to do their work sometimes. So yeah, yeah, agreed. And I feel like a lot of like what you're talking about with like energy cycles and stuff Mm -hmm. is reminding me of I took a sleep and dreams class and we learned all about like circadian rhythms and everything, which that is all really just like, I mean, obviously, everybody's on like a similar circadian rhythm because everybody sleeps. Well, not everybody. But most people sleep in the night. Um, Yeah, so most people sleep in the night. But there are natural dips in the day for all of us where, like, we're just – it's just not the best time for us to be. Mm -hmm. It's it's the reason why you don't literally wake up and immediately open up your laptop and start working. Or at 9 p.m., you're not – like, I mean, for some people that works, but you're not – you know, that's why work hours are what they are because that's Mm -hmm. your most productive time. But I think it is so individual, and I love, like, what you're saying about – taking advantage of your motivation and paying attention to yourself because I feel like people listening might be like, well, that like, that sounds like a, a big task, but I feel like it's kind of all about just like <laughs> trying things out and seeing what works. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what I've been doing. And I feel like you have to kind of reevaluate when things change in your life too. Like what worked for me in college obviously is not the same thing that's going to work for me now because different tasks take a different amount of energy from you. Like maybe your work takes a ton of energy from you, but like going on a run to you is just not that you know, mm-hmm. it's not that totally. energy draining. Mental like it's energy versus physical. Yeah. I feel of. like it's yeah. so different for different people. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know for me, like having it get on any phone call always <laughs> exactly. drains a lot more energy for me, probably because I have anxiety. Um, yeah. then like 
you know, emailing or, you know, anything like that, or actually like doing my work. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think the same goes for like, even being in the office and being at home. Like, like you said, you get more done when you're at home. I feel the same way because I'm not using my social energy to like, yes, you know, like talk. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So I think there's so many different kinds of energy that you have to think about. And like Mm -hmm. the only thing taking your, it's like work is not the only thing taking your, like taking your energy, I guess. Yes, taking I, your energy is the right phrase, but yeah, I, I I understand what you're saying though. I actually saw something recently on TikTok that was saying like, you know, treat your job more like it is the side hustle, you know, mm-hmm. and treat like your lifestyle more like that, it yeah. is your your full time thing. And mm. once I started, I I talked recently about this on TikTok too, but. I didn't realize all the domino effect benefits that would come from being a content creator and working from home and being able to manage myself and my own motivation. We are going to take a quick break to talk about this week's sponsor, Taylor Brands. So one thing we cover all the time on our show is how important it is for new businesses to have a strong brand and online presence. But how many of us actually know how to build a brand and online presence completely on our own? That is where Taylor Brands comes in. So Taylor Brands is an AI-driven platform that automatically gives you everything you need to launch a beautiful brand and successful online presence without having any previous design experience. How amazing is that? Once you create a logo with it, which literally takes about five minutes, your design theme is automatically integrated into a website, unlimited designs for social media, a digital business card, and even printed business cards and merch, and you can access all of it through the Taylor Brands platform. One of the most amazing things about this is that I know so many of you listening have such a passion for business, but design may just not be your forte, and this really solves that issue for you guys and makes everything so easy. The great thing about it is that everything takes a few minutes to set up, so you can have an entire online presence by the end of the day. And you can get 40% off if you go to taylorbrands.com and use our code aesthetic40. Again, that's taylorbrands.com and code aesthetic40 to create an online presence for your business for 40% off. So I guess on the same topic of kind of energy and everything, we talk about burnout a lot on the podcast. That's Mm -hmm. something that a lot of people experience, whether it's creative, whether it's just like you literally can't keep your eyes open, you're so tired, you hate your job, whatever it is. What do you think in your experience kind of leads to that? And Mm -hmm. what are your tips for kind of avoiding burnout? Yeah, for me, it's so one knowing when it's coming on I think was really important for me and not trying to like force yourself to work through it and work through it Mm -hmm. because you're not being aware enough to realize you need a break and so I would always realize it's happening to me when I get posting paralysis or I start like hating everything I create I'm just like ugh, I suck you know anything like that is when I know I'm starting to get burnout um and so I think for most people and as, and for me for sure it's a result of over consuming other people's content mm-hmm. because and especially for low energy because you don't have you know have all these other people's ideas running totally. around in your head and you don't have room for your own creativity and That's a really good point. it's a lot of comparison too which makes you hate your content a little yeah. bit yep. sometimes mm-hmm. um, which just happens for all human so I do have a rule on those when I start feeling like that, where I'll be like, I'm going to take a couple days and I'll hold myself accountable by sharing with my audience and telling them I'm going to be creating more than I'm consuming over these next couple of days. Um, And so I'll be posting more of those days, my audience will notice, and I will not be scrolling my For You page pretty Mm -hmm. much at all. And 
it's crazy because it feels so good every time and I hardly yeah. even miss the scroll very much. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I always go back to it. It's part of my job, right. But, right. <laughs> but it feels amazing every time and it's like almost an immediate like click idea download yeah and yeah, yeah. that's awesome download for myself no that's so. actually that's actually such a good point I've never heard of it like that but that's mm-hmm. I think I think that also like for me at least I know that I start like I had to put like a child lock on my <laughs> Instagram and TikTok that like yeah. after two hours a day it like turns it off but I have the code so like I can get back in mm-hmm. um but it does kind of like give myself like and I made the password. I, yeah, I made the password dumb, so I'm telling myself <laughs> that I'm dumb you're if I'm dumb like if getting. Opening. I'm I'm opening it. Um, That's so funny. But I think like it's it's interesting that you can, or at least I I do get into this like slump with consuming media. I don't think I ever thought of it like that, but it actually like low key kind of depresses me when I'm like totally. scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, and I don't even know if it's like necessarily always about like content creation and comparing myself but it's just like you get into this like bodies or like or objects in motion stay in motion objects at rest stay at rest Mm -hmm. like I feel like it's that kind of thing where you're like on the couch you've been scrolling for like an hour and like it just you know you're not gonna like nothing's gonna stop you Mm -hmm. so I feel like I don't know I feel like I'm gonna try that yeah, it kind of not it goes back to that five second rule kind of too. Like mm-hmm. next time you yeah. have the thought like, oop, I've been scrolling for a little too long. Oftentimes we just let that thought like pass on by and we keep scrolling. Yep. So mm-hmm. if you're like, okay, one, two, three, four, five, and you have to either put it down or something mm-hmm. like that, yeah. then that can help a lot. I also started doing small stuff like not bringing my phone to the bathroom and mm-hmm. you know places where Probably I do need not to need to get better at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, do I need to be st- like socializing at every minute of every day and like stimulating, stimulating my brain right. at all times? You know, where can I set limits? So that right. was my small victory. No phone. I have. Bathroom. I've realized in myself that I have such a like I consume media like so quickly where like that is one thing about working from home that like in the past I would like get home from work and be like oh I have a YouTube video like two YouTube videos from like people I'm subscribed to that I could watch now like I literally watch them immediately so I'm constantly like looking for new media to consume and so so it's just like yeah and it's so hard and then I end up like watching like listening to a YouTube video every time I shower like Mm -hmm. I don't need to be doing that yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so I also hard. like I personally definitely find myself like if I'm out of ideas sometimes like looking for inspiration with other people which that's not a bad thing like it's yeah. right. you know it's not a negative thing but right. it literally like seldom do I actually come up with a good idea usually I'm like that, oh I yeah. just wish that my videos were more like hers or like I wish mm-hmm. that my Instagram feed looked like this like exactly you know it's just I don't know I yeah, think it's I better think- to follow people that you like and scroll every once in a while save something if you really like it and you want to come back to it but like when I go and like search for inspiration it literally Mm. never works never works yeah and I I I do think that's that's one thing I kind of talk about on my page too is that you should try to come up with the context of your idea first a lot of times we use it as an excuse to scroll is to find trending audios Mm -hmm. and so I'm like you know it, that's not really what's going to make an impact, you know, yeah. on your content. You right. should think of the context first anyway. So then that's kind of one way I talk myself out of scrolling sometimes too. 
Um, yeah. But right. it's like all of these little tricks you have to learn and limits you have to put on yourself eventually. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so I already know the answer to this question because I was stalking your page, but I'm still going to ask you anyways so sure. you can answer it on the episode. But what is your opinion on like scheduling out batch film days? Mm. Yeah. So it's not wrong. Like, I don't think it's the, it's the wrong way. I just right. think it's really pushed down our throats as mm-hmm. the right way. And Con- I don't think for content creation. Yeah. Yes. For content creation specifically. Um, and I don't think it's always the right way. I think it's, and that's another thing, like someone, if I still had this complex of being super lazy and someone was yelling at me, like, why aren't you getting Do up and batching all at once. 20 yeah, videos? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would, for lower energy creators, it's just, there's no way to like set a date on your calendar and be like, this is the day I'm going to have loads of energy and like Mm -hmm. be ready to do this. And so for me, I would not follow through. I would Mm -hmm. get really sad and feel like I was a failure or I would follow through, like force myself and then feel very robotic or just Mm -hmm. not natural, not authentic. Um, so I did, I just learned that creating intuitively was more realistic for me. It's more realistic for a lot of people. And that just means, like I keep saying, taking advantage of that motivation whenever you have it. Um, and it can be as simple as, you know, if you have a content idea, just something like writing it down is an action Mm -hmm. towards your goal. And then later it will take, if you already have the concept written down, it will take minutes to actually film and edit. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so taking a few minutes per day is a lot more realistic for some people than like dedicating like three hours to this high, high energy task of getting all of them done. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's that's how I feel about it. I think for some people, it might be the only way that works for them is batching. And for some people, it doesn't at all work. Yeah. Um, right. So and it's OK either way. It's totally yeah. OK either way. And that's why I, yeah. I did have some people be like, you know, misconceiving when I was right. saying, when I talk about batching and I don't want people to think that there's a wrong way at all. That's the yeah. whole point behind this conversation. Like everybody exactly. is so different and succeeds you can succeed in different ways. There's no right Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like another consideration with like batching is like for me that I feel like isn't talked about a lot is like, what if you wake up and you're like, I look ugly today. Like <laughs> you just aren't feeling yourself that <laughs> day. You know, like if you, yeah. yeah, if you have like body image issues or if you mm-hmm. woke up with a breakout and then you're like, oh shoot, I've scheduled this. Then you're literally just going to hate everything that you make. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think definitely like, I mean, honestly, if you wake up one day and you're like, I want to batch today, then go ahead and do it. Exactly. But, and that still happens to me. And, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I won't, usually I won't make as many as I used to try to force back in the day, but also yeah. just everyone, you know, even when you're low energy, you'll get those peak moments and all this inspiration and all these downloads. And then I will go ahead and do it. Or like you said, I'll yeah. be like feeling myself. I'm like, you know what? People deserve to see this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I really, on camera. <laughs> people need to see my face right now. <laughs> yeah. And I think it really is just like the hardest part of all this, I feel like is like actually getting in tune with yourself and like being able to listen to yourself and understanding like when you're like, okay, my energy is out rather than like, oh, I'm just in a bad mood or like, I need to eat something like Like, there's a lot of yeah exactly like there's a lot of different things that it could be so I think like trying to really learn like how your like your brain reacts to things to understand when like you're going to be better off moving on because you're not getting anything else done kind of thing you're not getting anything else good done but um okay so what I guess we've talked a little bit about this already but what are some suggestions that you would give to someone who's struggling to kind of stay on task I know we talked about 
like taking smaller breaks and things like that, but is there anything else that really helps you out? Yeah, I, so I did learn not, so aside from your energy levels, you can take advantage of them not only by planning tasks for your peak energy levels, but also kind of delegating to yourself as if your energy levels were different people, which sounds kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. But mm-hmm. as an example, like if you treat your low energy person as like your employee and they do kind of the low energy monotonous stuff like emails mm-hmm. and like, you know, just like answering comments and DMs and editing yeah. TikToks on your phone and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then you treat the high energy task kind of like your CEO role. And that's mm-hmm. the person who's like getting shit done. And they are, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. making needle moving changes in your business. And that's the stuff like, you know, my when I'm having to hop on a coaching call, that's obviously a high energy thing. So right. I'll, plan, I'll try to plan those things for those hours of my days. Yeah. Um, so that's what really, really like, and it's so crazy because I feel like it's almost, it's still a complex thing because if I think of my past self, even listening to this episode, all of this still sounds hard mm-hmm. to, because right. it's so much mental training and mm-hmm. mental and like all of, and whenever motivation already feels like your pain point. And then mm-hmm. we're like, okay, yeah. you just have to get the motivation to be very self-aware. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. like, I just don't, I, I want to, it just to be said, and we all know this on this call, but you know, it's super not easy to. Right. It's not just like place. a quick fix. That's yeah, like, exactly. even, oh yeah, just do this and it'll be done. Exactly. And like better. Exactly. Even whenever I realized the, you know, employee versus CEO role thing, do you think I implemented that right away? Absolutely no. not. I knew it would be <laughs> right. good for me. It took me a very long time to make that a habit and I still yeah. love it often. So and just wanted to say that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I like what you said way at the beginning about when you went to therapy and like got diagnosed mm-hmm. and that kind of changed the game. I think it's also mm-hmm. really important if you are sitting here and you're like, okay, I have depression, I have anxiety, I have OCD, you know, whatever you have. Yeah. Um, therapy has helped me a ton too, mm-hmm. yep. just aside from everything. Um, and like if you need to be medicated, like don't just think that there, there's some things that like you really like mm-hmm. you might just need like medication or something for it. You can't help exactly. your, yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. and if there's, you know, whether it's medication or whether it's, like, I don't know, therapy or just, you know, mm-hmm. there's other things you can do um, for things like that that I think are important. Um, but therapy has helped me a ton. I've literally talked to my therapist about, like, I can't make myself do my work. And, like, mm-hmm. we've had full, you yeah, know, yeah. conversations about that. So I think it might not be something that you automatically think is, like, a therapy kind of conversation, but mm-hmm. it might be, so – that's just yeah, consideration. But. That's such a, that's so true. We don't think enough about how the small things are ultimately what most of us are struggling with the most mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. Um, and, and that, I think that is a result of assuming that everybody else has their shit together when none exactly. of us have our shit together. Yeah. yeah and right. I think it's like those things that you have to face every single day. Like you have to work every single day. Like mm-hmm. basically like you have those things you have to do every single day, they become yeah. bigger. And I feel like something with therapy that and this is like kind of unrelated, but like I feel like a lot of people think that like you go to therapy because someone died or you go to therapy because, right. you know, yep. you, you got an accident or you go to therapy because whatever. But like when you're consistently going to therapy, you're talking about these smaller things that are smaller. I mean, they happen every single day, but things yeah. like motivation and things like burnout and things like, especially with the pandemic, my therapist mm-hmm. like, and I have talked a ton about just the way that that's affected, the way that people think, attention span, like, mm-hmm consuming so much content that your brain is numb kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, I think that when you go to therapy more consistently, those things kind of come up. So if you're sitting here thinking like, I don't need therapy, but yeah. I do have anxiety, like honestly, it might right. be worth it. So I don't know. Yeah. Y'all know if, that I'm yeah, like if it's therapy proponent number one on the podcast. But. Same. I've got your back on that. I'm like, yeah, because even just listening to you say that, it's like if it you, it's the little things, but they you said they happen every day. And so that's life. You know, the things that yeah, happen right. every day is your life. So if you're struggling with the daily things. Those are the big things. Exactly. You know? Right. Not yeah, the one-off occasions. Yeah, all those little occasions. things add up to yeah. big things. Yeah. yeah. Totally agree. The big exactly. things are the things that you should be struggling with, and the small daily things are things that, you know, coping with will make your life so much easier and happier, exactly. I feel like. Yeah. You know, I've thrived yeah, a lot smoother. more from coping. Yes, exactly. Smoother. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Agreed. I totally agree. Definitely. Okay, so... Finishing up before we switch into random questions, how can people work with you, Mm -hmm. um, do the coaching, let us know everything that you offer to your customers? Sure. So I I offer one-on-one coaching um, both in the long term and in the short term. So I'll do one hour calls with you. I'll do long term, monthly, have access to me every single day, Mm -hmm. um, mentorship as well. So it just depends on how high level your goals are. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I'll also do profile audits. So if you just need another pair of eyes on your social Mm -hmm. media accounts and be in, you know, need a tailored advice on how you can reach your goals based using social media, then Mm -hmm. I can give an audit on that as well. So those are the three ways that I can coach and I can help if anybody needs it. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. Well, let's get into random questions that I chose all by myself and told everybody that they had to uh, do. Um, But the first one is, what is your current favorite TikTok trend or sound? This is going to be so funny because I know we're all about to be like singing and (laughs) trying to explain like TikTok sounds. But Gina, do you want to go first? Yeah. um, So mine is the one where it's like crazy. Oh, yeah. It's like all of these like wronged women like talking about (laughs) all of the badass things they've done. I'm just like, I really look up to you ladies. You're awesome. I saw one that was like, uh, my toxic trait is that I don't think anything on this trend is crazy. (laughs) Like this all seems like normal behavior to me. I was like, I kind of feel that. It's hilarious. Yeah. I'm like, I'm rooting for all of these women. I don't know what's, what's abnormal about this behavior. I love it. it. Alexis, what is yours? Um, mine is, uh, I definitely don't support this message, but, um, (laughs) Kim, Kim Kardashian. Oh yeah. Get your, get your effing ass up and work. It doesn't seem like anybody wants to work anymore. And then Kourtney Kardashian, who's like known for being the one that didn't want to work is like that's so true it's so yeah, funny that's... I know I love the way people have used that one I know <laughs> I feel like I just love seeing how creative people can get because somehow I listen to the same sound over and over again and like rarely get tired of them I know it's so right. funny but yeah yeah um <laughs> well I'm really about to have to sing um so <laughs> I don't know if this is on everyone's for you page because I've only seen like a couple of them but it's the um the sound that's like Miami, Miami. And it's like the it's like me scanning a Samsung TV for the price of an Apple and then this picture of an old man in a Walmart oh, uniform and he's yeah, like, Have a great yeah. day. It's like just yeah. this, it's kinda wholesome. Like yeah. they're so sweet. It's like me at the Cracker Barrel ordering and then it's like, Hey darling, then, yep. what mm-hmm. you gonna get today? I love it. I think it's so sweet. It's rare to mm-hmm. find a wholesome one these days. You gotta I know, and of ones. course people yeah, have kind true. of ruined it with their stealing from the Walmart self checkout, but um <laughs> I still think it's it's so it's sweet. 
I just also like the song has been stuck in my head for days. So of course, mm-hmm. well, congrats TikTok, you've done it again. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. As I was always, gonna say, it's gonna really be a week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so the last and final question is: What is your favorite TV show that you have watched recently? Oof. Okay. So if we're talking long, like I watched most recently at Gilmore Girls, but it is not a new show, but I have to talk about it. It's my favorite show in the entire oh world. So, so it's Alexis's too. Oh my God. That's is, my, I've literally watched it like a hun- every episode a hundred times. Yeah. Like it's my, it's, yeah. I refer to it as my comfort show. Mm, like yeah, if same. I could have mm-hmm. the la la la's like in the background of my life, I would yes. have that. Um, yes. But as far as a new show, I really liked that. Um, Gosh, I think it's a Hulu show like Murder Only Murders in the Building or something. That's it has a good Selena one. Gomez. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, that was a good yeah. one. Yeah, that one was fun and cute and like suspenseful. The cast for that one was so interesting because when I saw really it, I was good. like, "This is gonna be bad" because like these people don't make sense together. But then it was yeah. it was great. It was a good mm-hmm. one. Alexis, do you watch a lot of TV? Um, not really. I mean, I have in the past week and a half. I've been off. Oh, right. I go to I go to SCAD um, for grad school and I've been off for the last week and a half so I've been watching a lot more TV but Austin I've been watching we've already watched it like when we started watching it like less than a year ago but Schitt's Creek. We've so seen good. it oh, so yeah. many times so at this good. point. Like it's, <laughs> it's just like on repeat. Honestly I kind of think that Austin likes it more than I do um, <laughs> but that's my fiance but um, That's my husband's name. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow, y'all got some weird so similarities <laughs> going on here. Gilmore Girls. Oh my god, yeah, actually, um, my fiancé proposed to me with a thousand yellow daisies, like in Gilmore Girls. <gasps> I'll, show, I'll send you pictures. I'm immediately mm-hmm. divorcing my husband. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'll tell oh him you said that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, we... This isn't really, like, my favorite, but it is definitely – I feel like it's a deep cut, but it definitely could also not be a deep cut. But it's Disenchantment. The new season came out. It's on Netflix. It's super weird. Like, super weird. It's, like, a cartoon, but, like, for adults. And it's about, like – Okay. It's about, like, I, medieval times, sort of. I should have known you pull some know. weird it's, shit out for this one. <laughs> I should have known. Yeah. It's literally just what we were watching last night, so You're I can't crazy. really think. Oh, I also watched – um. If Austin, I know Austin can hear me right now. He'll be very proud of me that I'm saying this, but it took forever for me to watch Barry, and I really I didn't want to watch is. it, but that's yeah. a very good show. It's on HBO. Y'all got weird. Y'all be watching weird shit over there. <laughs> yeah, it's really good, though. It's about this, like, murderer. It's really good. Yes, you want to watch oh, it. Well, that sounds HBO. like something I would like. Um, you would like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so my favorite. I've watched a lot of new shows recently. I kind of have two, and two, they're both – McLean recommended both of them to me, and she, like, begged me to watch them, and I was like, no. And then I watched them, and I was like, they were really good. Um, it's me in Austin. So Abbott Elementary, it's on Hulu, mm-hmm. and it's, like, a sitcom. Um, it's about, like, teachers in a public school, and it's just – I mean, it's hilarious. It's so well done. It is, like, Parks and Rec, but in a school. And it's just, like, the kind of thing that, like, you didn't know you needed another one of them, but you did. It's so good. Um, And then, honestly, How I Met Your Father Mm -hmm. is pretty good. For, like, a reboot, it's pretty good. Yeah, like we tried that one. I was, I feel like we're doing too much comparing. I think I'll try again. See, okay, I, yeah, I haven't watched How I Met Your Mother in forever, so I kind mm-hmm. of watched it as like its own thing. Okay, um, that's better. But I love Hilary Duff all the time. Um, and she just, I, I really think, I don't know. I thought it was cute. It's, it's the kind of thing that you watch. Like you don't need to be like Paying glued attention. to the screen, yeah, kind of yes. thing. Um, but yeah, and then oh my god, 
I'm just going crazy. I watch so much TV. I don't watch movies. I only watch TV. <laughs> yeah, but same. the the woman across the street from the girl in the window, very <gasps> long name. Good. It was okay. very good. I watched that in like two days, but it's mm-hmm. scary. Alexis, you would like it. It's good. It's, um, really it's good. on Netflix. Okay. But what it's about- got... Oh, go what? ahead. No, no, no. Oh, go ahead. You, no, I want to know. I, I, I what about talking. Ted Lasso? Has anybody seen Ted Lasso? Or... I love Ted Lasso. It's I just cannot. the most. Oh, it's one of the best shows that I've ever seen. Seriously, me too. It's, it's got like everything. It has it's like so everything in it. Good. And yes. I feel like that's all I've seen on TikTok. Oh, like, it's so good. That's well, it's all I've heard about. It's like funny and sad and happy it's and <laughs> it's so good it's really really well done that's yeah. an apple tv plus one mm-hmm. um yeah. but yeah ted lasso is so good i yeah. i binged that over like christmas um mm-hmm. maybe october maybe it was october that's not when christmas is anyway it's like no. feel good and not not unrealistic and cheesy way it's like yes. very it's mm. very cute everyone will love it it's so good <laughs> okay now that we've recommended you guys about 700 TV shows, this show, um, like, <laughs> show is a good one, a good one. Um, but Gina, do you want to go ahead and tell everybody um, where they can find you and like how they can work with you um, and all that good stuff? Oh, sure. So I'm on TikTok and on Instagram and all of my information is at the link in my bio and both sites are on both platforms. Um, so you'll just be able to choose whatever seems best for you or you can email it email me if you can't decide yeah and we have we'll have everything linked in the show notes um so that you guys can find her yes love it the way that i just said that so you can find her anyway (laughs) bye Um, but yes thank you gina (laughs) thank you gina for coming on we appreciate it and thank you to all of you guys for listening be sure to leave us a rating and review on wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe to keep up with our weekly episodes and then follow us on TikTok at Check Your Aesthetic and over on Instagram at Check Your Aesthetic Podcast and our personal accounts, Katie Creative Co., Alexis Adams Aldrich, and Gia Jim. No. That's not it. No, going too fast. Gina Giolato. G- Do you no, want me to say it? Yes. yes. <laughs> Gina Galliotto. G- it's G- a hard G- one. You said gelato. It's never <laughs> been. Never been pronounced right in my life. <laughs> we're gonna get it right yeah, in the intro I, that we haven't. We're gonna yet, yeah, we're but. gonna get it. We're gonna get it right later. That's the same with my last name. Okay, but anyways, <laughs> talk to you later. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.